بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم آئی ایم ڈاکٹر محمد اشرف کنسلٹنٹ فزیشن ود مائی نیو ایپیسوڈ آف پاڈ کاسٹ آن ڈائبٹیز ملائٹس اے گلوبل چیلنج آئی ول ڈسکس امپورٹنٹ بیسک ایسپیکٹس آف دس ڈیزیز سو فسٹ آف آل واٹ از ڈائبٹیز ملائٹس ڈائبٹیز ملائٹس از اے کرونک ڈیزیز ان وچ دی باڈی ڈز ناٹ میک اور پراپرلی یوز انسولین This results in increased blood sugar, which is usually called as diabetes mellitus. There are mainly two types of diabetes mellitus, type 1 and type 2. In type 1 diabetes mellitus, there is complete absence of insulin in the body due to destruction of pancreatic cells responsible for its production. Whereas in type 2 diabetes mellitus, either there is reduced production of insulin or resistance to its use by the body cells now next is the what are the risk factors for diabetes so these are family history unhealthy diet lack of exercise and obesity if these risk factors are present so these are the people who are more prone to develop this disease diabetes mellitus now i will discuss some important symptoms of diabetes mellitus these symptoms are different for type 1 and type 2 diabetes mellitus in some important aspects in type 1 symptoms usually come abruptly whereas in type 2 diabetes mellitus the symptoms come gradually so at times these patients may not be able to notice it in type 1 the symptoms are frequent urination excessive thirst extreme hunger dramatic weight loss irritability weakness and fatigue nausea and vomiting these symptoms usually occur suddenly and can be deadly if left untreated whereas the symptoms of type 2 diabetes mellitus are increased thirst frequent or nighttime urination blurred vision unusual fatigue dark skin around the neck or armpits which is usually called in medical terminology acanthosis nigricans so these symptoms in type 2 diabetes mellitus usually occur gradually and may go unnoticed now i come to the diagnosis of diabetes mellitus that how diabetes mellitus is diagnosed four important lab tests are usually done in addition to the patients who usually present with these symptoms to diagnose diabetes mellitus are to finally confirm the diabetes mellitus these are fasting blood glucose level then random plasma glucose then oral glucose tolerance test usually called as ogtt and the fourth test is hemoglobin a1c levels now what we expect in these tests so first of all the fasting plasma glucose level 
if it is more than 126 milligram per deciliter and the random plasma glucose level is more than 200 milligram per deciliter plus symptoms of diabetes mellitus as already discussed then blood glucose more than 200 milligram per deciliter after a 75 gram oral glucose tolerance test then hemoglobin a1c level more than 6.5 percent so if these are the levels then if these levels are confirmed by the laboratory tests so any one of these then the patient is diagnosed as a case of diabetes mellitus but one thing should be kept in mind that in all cases the diagnosis should be confirmed on a separate day by repeating the glucose or a1c test now coming to the complications of diabetes mellitus because these patients can develop different types of complications because of the long-standing disease these patients may develop two types of complications one is acute and another one is chronic acute complications present abruptly and suddenly and the chronic complications present gradually and over a prolonged period of time so what are the chronic complications and what are the acute complications of this disease so acute complications are diabetic ketoacidosis which is a very serious condition and then hyperglycemic hyperosmolar state this is another very serious conditions and this can come abruptly and the fourth one is hypoglycemia which is called which is usually known as low blood glucose level because of any reason and there are so many reasons for that so these are the three main acute complications which need urgent treatment and in these cases like diabetic ketoacidosis hyperglycemic hyperosmolar state and hypoglycemia the treatment should be immediately instituted to these patients so they should be taken to the emergency department if they cannot go themselves so they should be taken by the relatives friends or someone who can take them to the emergency department where they should be given the appropriate emergency treatment and then are the chronic complications we, one is microvascular and another one is macrovascular in microvascular the small vessels are basically affected by prolonged hyperglycemia means by the diabetes mellitus in which blood glucose level is raised for a prolonged period of time so micro vessels where they are affected the complications are retinopathy in which the retina of the eye is affected and these people can ultimately uh, lose their vision and then nephropathy in which the kidneys are affected gradually but ultimately they can also lead to renal failure uh, that is called chronic renal failure and then is the neuropathy in which their nerves are affected and they can come and present with loss of sensation in the lower limbs uh, starting from the lower limbs and can also develop in other parts of the body then macrovascular 
Microvascular means the, the bigger vessels are affected by this diabetes mellitus. So there is accelerated atherosclerosis or arteriosclerosis in which the, there is thickening of the blood vessels. The major blood vessels, bigger blood vessels, there is thickening due to deposition of the cholesterol. So because of the diabetes mellitus, this process is accelerated. So they can lead to myocardial infarction, commonly known as heart attack, and they can also lead to stroke and lower extremity gangrene. Gangrene is the blackening of the lower limbs because of the stoppage of the blood to that particular part, the lower extremity. So these are the chronic uh, complications of diabetes mellitus. And because of this diabetes mellitus, because the blood supply to the lower limbs is also affected, so these people, for example, if they develop some type of ulcer in the foot, so that is called a diabetic foot ulcer, and they are also prone to infections because of the low immunity. So diabetic foot ulcer should also be taken care of uh, and it is one of the chronic complications of diabetes mellitus. Now I will just touch upon one important type of another type of diabetes mellitus which is called gestational diabetes mellitus. Gestational diabetes mellitus is a diabetes which occur during pregnancy and the risk factors for this gestational diabetes are increased maternal age, family history of gestational diabetes mellitus, obesity, previous macrosomia means large baby, the end smoking. Now the last I will discuss just the main points in the treatment of diabetes mellitus. Treatment of diabetes mellitus is multi-pronged. So we have to take care of many factors to properly treat this disease. So important aspects in treatment are patient education about the disease and its different aspects, lifestyle modifications, weight reduction, regular exercise, taking drugs which are mainly of two types. One is oral drugs and second is insulin injections. As we discussed above, there are two types mainly of diabetes mellitus. So in type 1 diabetes mellitus, insulin is the sole treatment as insulin is not produced in type 1 diabetes mellitus. Whereas in type 2 diabetes mellitus, oral drugs are given initially to treat this disease. But if diabetes mellitus and the blood sugar is not controlled, with the oral medications, then insulin injections are added to the treatment plan. Other factors should also be taken care of in all these patients. They should keep their blood pressure and cholesterol within normal target range for the diabetic patients. I hope this episode will be beneficial for you. I, Dr. Muhammad Ashraf, am leaving with a hope to come back with another exciting episode next week. Thank you.